Consecration, the firstborn, the exodus, and the mitzvah of tefillin. Two of the four sections included in tefillin make up the last two paragraphs of Parshat Bo. Each of the paragraphs discusses the consecration of the firstborn, the exodus from Egypt, and the mitzvah of tefillin. What thematically relates to these three items, consecration of the firstborn, exodus, and the performance of putting on tefillin? In Shemot Yud Gimel, Tet, and I'll read from Tet Zion, so Shemot chapter 13, verse 9 and 17, we see the Hayal Lacha Laot Al Yadacha Uzikarun Bain Enecha Lemaan Tiyat Torat Aran Beficha Ki Biad Chazaka Hotziacha Aranan Mitzrayim. And it will be for you a sign on your hand and a remembrance between your eyes, in order that the Torah of Hashem will be in your mouth. For with a strong hand, Hashem brought you out from Egypt. And Pasuk Tetzayin reads, V'hayala le'ot al yadacha u'letotafot bein einecha ki b'chosek yad hotziyan oranan mitraim. And it should be a sign on your hand and totafot, which refers to tefillin between your eyes. For with a strong hand, Hashem took you out of Egypt. So it's interesting to kind of consider this thematic progression. The firstborn are consecrated to God. We recognize that everything in this world is only given to us by virtue of divine allocation. We we express this recognition in designating our firstborn children, the firstborn of our flock, and our first fruit to God. Indeed, we actually symbolically redeem some of these items. For example, Pidyon Haben, which uh, is done um, even, even to this day. There is a special relationship between God and the Jewish people. We are not merely another nation whose political identity naturally waxes and wanes with the passage of time. Had history taken its natural course, we would have been assimilated and lost in the land of Egypt. God took us out of Egypt and set us on a different path. We recognize our unique status and responsibility through the consecration of our bodies, our minds, and our actions. We place tefillin on our arms and between our eyes as a sign of this dedication. Tefillin functions as a reminder of these ideas, which can so easily get lost as we are drawn into our day-to-day affairs. There is an interesting Gemara in Brachot, Adaf Laman Abed, 30b, and it reads, Abaya hava yativ kamedet Rabba, so Abaya was sitting in front of his teacher Rabba, Rabba, chaz badach tuva, and Rabba noticed that he was uh, kind of overly uh, joyous and excited. Amar vigilu birada. So he quoted a pasuk, which is a reminder that you can rejoice, but do so with a certain amount of uh, awe or, or trembling. Ketiv, that's, so he says, uh, that's, that's what's written. You don't just have unbridled joy. It's supposed to be uh, measured. Right? Uh, Amar Lehi said to him, Ana tefillin manachna. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm uh, wearing tefillin. So, and there's a similar story, Rabbi Yirmiya Havayateh Kameh Rabbi Zera. So Rabbi Yirmiya was sitting in front of Rabbi Zera, Chaziyah Havayateh Kabadach Tuba, and he also saw that he was overly excited or joyous. Amar Lehi said to him, Bechol Etzev Yiyemotar. With all, uh, um, with all kind of seriousness, uh, maybe even sadness, there's a certain amount of benefit, quoting a Pesach and Mishlei. Amar Lehi said to him, Ana Tefillin Manachta, Manachta, I'm wearing Tefillin. So it's an interesting back and forth. But uh, this Gemara is discussing the balance between joy and uh, ah, a certain amount of seriousness. We are, of course, encouraged to enjoy the world, 
but not to the extent that we lose sight of the ultimate reality of God. When Rabbah expresses concern that Abaye is exhibiting excessive joy, Abaye assures him that he is wearing tefillin, and therefore his energies and his excitement are oriented properly. This is consistent with the Rambam's description of the holiness associated with, with, uh, with wearing tefillin. So the Rambam writes in Hilchot Tefillin Mezuzah Sefer Torah, Perak Dalad Halacha Chaf He, so in the in 425, and he, he writes, Kiddushah So the holiness, the specialness of Tefillin is, uh, is a very special and great holiness. For the entire time that Tefillin is on the head of a person and on his arm, he is humble and in a state of awe. He's not drawn after joking around and uh, just uh, pointless speech, pointless talking. He's, he doesn't uh, consider uh, bad or, or harmful thoughts. But he turns his heart towards matters of truth and justice. Therefore, a person should strive to have tefillin upon him uh, all day. That's the way to do the mitzvah. Again, you can consult with a postic nowadays for the various considerations of why we don't do that, uh, apparently because of our inability to really concentrate on the proper ideas all day long. Anyway, the Ramam continues, It is said about Rav, the student of uh, Rabbi Huda Hanasi, that all his days he was never seen to walk for Amot without either Torah or tzitzit or tefillin. Apparently these uh, all function uh, together. The experience of wearing tefillin is designed to impact our mindset and our actions. Wearing tefillin is a corollary performance to accepting the yoke of heaven, accompanying the reading of the Shema in the morning, directing our energies toward divine ideals. Tefillin is more than an adornment. It is transformative, a crowning glory of the human being who is aware of themselves and their place in the world orchestrated by the Almighty.